Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Just random. That's all it is. Thank you for saying it. (laughs) Okay. So I thought this was super cute. All right. Mr. Rogers, he always mentioned out loud when he was feeding his fish. And the reason he did this is because a young blind viewer once asked him to do so because she was worried, uh, wanted to know if her fi- his fish were okay. So he always said, now I'm feeding my fish for that oh. one viewer. That is a great random. I know. Love that. Love that. He and, just is. Ugh. And we were such fans of Coda, too. With the, you know, so that's kind of a cool little Yes. Coda. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I got this sent by Lori because Lori cares and she knows I don't want a name that everybody has. So she sent me a name of the most popular baby names of 2021. And I was very appreciative. I noticed there's a huge trend with girls that seven out of the top 10 ended in a, we're really in a, in a seven of the top 10 have been in the top 10 for the last 10 years. That's absolutely true. Um, so I'll give you the girls. We'll start at 10. Harper, Evelyn, Mia, Isabella, Sophia, Ava, Amelia, Charlotte, Emma, and number one, Olivia. Olivia. Are any of these names on your list or are you so immune to these names because there's so many of these kids running around? So my um, loving, beautiful, gorgeous husband tried to put Sophia on there and it was uh, nixed right away. And I love the name Sophia. I think it's beautiful. Same. But I there's don't. There's just too many. There's just too many. Like I went to school with two other Britneys and there's three Britneys in our class. Like that's a lot of Britneys. Um Right. So yeah, I I um, I'm with you, and it's not because I don't love them. The boys ones we got starting at ten: Theodore, Henry, Lucas, Benjamin, William, James, Elijah, Oliver, Noah. Number one, Liam. Well, all good, strong names and boy names. I think are so hard because. I would want it to be really cute because it's your little baby boy, but then that doesn't always translate when they're in a meeting and they're like, you know, I'm, you know, Binky or whatever weird name I create for them. So, yeah, I, um, you know, Casey's daughter, they named their little boy and he just turned one. They named him Bruce and people were just like, Bruce, nobody Ugh. names their boys named Bruce anymore, but he, he's that Bruce. name. It fits him to a T. It's just kind of funny how the names just end up, you know, working out. And I don't know if you're going to 
wait until you see your little girl and you see if she looks like this or that or I yeah. don't know what your that's, baby plan is. That's the game plan. Plan. I just can't. I like Bruce is such a solid name. I love that name. That's so Isn't good. It? it is. And I guess we have a caller, Grant. Yeah. Said. Sorry to ruin it. This is just a no. fun add on to the baby names. Tracy has a fun way to maybe possibly name your baby. How you doing, right. Tracy? Hey. So my daughter's middle name is Tilia, T-E-I-L-I-A, because I read a book and it said, if you want to make a unique baby name, pick one of your favorite things and end it in like a I, an A, a Y, or what have you. My favorite color was teal. Oh. So I changed the spelling of teal to T or E-I, and I added an I-A at the end, so it's Tilia. So mine would be Dogya. Right. That's a cool way to do it, though. That is cool. I've heard that's a really good tip, tip, Tracy. I've also heard like taking somebody's name and like my mom's name is like Beverly, and they were like, you could do like a cute middle name like Bevy or something. Um, And I thought that was cute too. I know a girl that named her baby Everly because her name's Beverly. Oh. My son's middle name is Justice because my favorite movie when I had him was Poetic Justice. Oh, that's really, that's, oh my God, Tracy, we just name our child. I feel like you're going to do it. I named my dog Robot. Like, I can't be trusted (laughs) with this responsibility, I think. And I named my foster dog Taylor Swift. So, like, I think I have a track record that says I'm not allowed to name it. So you just show up on the day and, and you go ahead and you sign that paper. Look, just name her Bria because it's an offset of Brittany. There you go. I love it. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Don, Tracy. Thank you, named Tracy. a child today. Perfect. Yeah, we'll call her Little B. Little B. You feel it? <laughs> I'm, does that make me Big B? Oh, no. That's, I, that's my, I was LG Little Grant. My dad was BG Big Grant. That really? Was, yeah. No, my brother is Little Larry and my dad was, you know, Big Larry. Yeah, that's LG. Really cute. That was one of my nicknames, LG, just Little Grant. Little Grant. LG. Oh. Yeah. Look at you. Can we still call you Little Grant? Sure. Actually, no. Man, no, no. <laughs> no. I love that. You know what? I love that, Lori, when you come in and take the pet names away. Thank you, actually. Now yep. that you, no. Let's just, no. yeah, love it. Little Grant. <laughs> um, okay, this was really interesting. There was a man who received a landmark pig heart transplant. And things were going, they thought, pretty well. It's amazing. He was a 57-year-old patient. He survived two months after undergoing this pig heart transplant. And then he died. And you're asking, well, what did he die of? Of I don't course. Know, Brittany, but I love your medical stories because you are going to be a nurse and you are very obsessed. Obsessed. Get this. He died of a pig disease that they did not realize was in the heart. No. I know. And I'm telling you, okay, so what is a pig disease? What does what does a pig die of? I mean, well, is there a I would think normally there'd be like a swine flu, but I, the one that he died of was, I oh gosh, what's the name of it? It's something that I can't even say anyways. Okay, fine. Anyway, like it was a bacteria. It's a porcine virus known as porcine cytomyelovirus, which, oh, very um, good. yes, it, and the more I looked into it, I think it's a bacteria that was transferred in the tissue. But let me tell you, that is... Something to be aware of. Something to be aware of. Next time you think, I mean, I do think that's amazing. They were able to translate a heart of a pig to a human man. Listen, we had a penis grow on an arm. We did earlier this week. (laughs) Which is just beautiful. I know. Happy Happy Mother's Day on that note. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Mom. What's happening on the roads? 
All right, Brittany, are you ready? I've got an easy one for you. I have a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills quote for you to Hollywood speak. You always say they're easy, and they never are. Sutton Strack is the housewife in question, and she was on a show, and she was asked about her fashion, which I would say is pretty memorable. Memorable is a great way of saying it. (laughs) Okay. Especially her first season, she... um, yeah, she wears things so often that are high-end, but maybe not for her body type. Yeah, well, here's what she said about um, her outfits. I love couture, and couture is all about slow fashion and meticulous detail. <laughs> okay? Now, do you know how to Hollywood speak that? I think she's going to be she's throwing some shade at uh, a lot of her co-stars. Uh, believing that they are, uh, what is it, off the rack that she says, or um, yeah, yeah, I think I think that they say that there are only like five hundred women in the world who shop for couture, which means it's made for you. Yeah, it's custom made for you. It's not in sizes. Yeah, it's specifically made. Very expensive. Not many women in the world shop couture. And I love that she calls it slow fashion. Well, of course, I guess by that she does mean you're not going to be recycling that or you're going to keep it. Yeah, it's not It's not that fast, fast fashion that we're dealing with now where you've got spitting out what's trendy. Um, who did she throw shade at? I think it was Erica once who was wearing uh, Rihanna's uh, clothing line and she had no idea what it was and she's like sorry I don't wear uh, off the rack and it was like okay <laughs> calm down calm, calm down, down lady all right wait sudden really she really has a lot of money she is so wealthy like she is rich honey yeah I they like s- how you did that rich honey Lisa Rinna very Lisa that was Rinna good. I was yeah. so honored that you got that reference Lori that's why we're gonna be best friends forever okay all right here's a Hollywood speak for you uh Megan and Harry confirm that they will bring happy birthday Archie and Lilibet the kids to the platinum jubilee this summer all right I'm gonna Let's- Say uh, good for them. I think they should, right? Why wouldn't they? I think this means they got the security worked out. Yes. Oh, see, that's see. This is why you're better at this game. Yes, I think they're right. There must be some bridges that were mended. Yeah, but of course, this could also be a trap because as soon as they reported that they'd be at the Jubilee Palace. People were quick to run to the Sun and the Daily Mail and said, "Ah, but they will not be out on the balcony." Okay. Okay. Uh, of course they won't, God. They're so petty over there on that salty island. They are the pettiest. Uh, okay, here's another one. This is from the Tina Brown book for the Palace Papers. Mm-hmm. Here's the quote. Prince William was worried that Meghan had little understanding of British culture. Well, that's a very nice way of saying she is a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Like most Americans, if not all Americans, would have very little understanding of how incredibly snobby 
British aristocratic culture and royal culture is. No, I would have no idea. And, you know, she was a celebrity in in some right. I mean, she was on a show. But you still don't know. But you have no idea. I mean, even what the stuff I've retained from you, I still, like, cannot fathom my, you know, get my head wrapped around that life at all. Yeah, there will be no dark nail polish. There will be no dark lipstick. Hosiery must be worn at all times. Blah, 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 but blah, like, blah, blah. What about when it's like midnight and you have to run to cub real quick for some ice cream? Then you can wear, you know, your sweatpants with the holes in it and the nail polish oh, no. everywhere. No. No, no, no. See, you, and that's if where. You're royal, you send somebody out to get it for you. You would never do that. See, that would be failure number 482 for me. Okay. How about this one? Drew Barrymore uh, covers um, Variety this week, and she did an interview. And here's what she said about the first year of her talk show. She said, in the beginning, I over-talked people all the time. Yeah. I I think that's common, right? Whenever you start something like that in your... She's so excitable. She, you know, I have moments where I go, which is what we love about her. Yeah, I have moments where I can relate to her so much, and I go, I get yeah. it. When I get so excited, Ooh. but you're right. I mean, I think, I think that's why you've even said she's calmed down, and you've liked her more in these past. Oh, when seasons. she first started, I, she made me so anxious. She was so <laughs> over the top, so excited, so bubbly. It gave me anxiety. Who can be <laughs> like that all the time? I know. Uh, so I'm glad that she's recognized uh, that because I think Kelly Clarkson learned that her first year and Jimmy Fallon still does it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I'm I'm with you. I think I think you're right on. I think. And also it's like there's a learning curve and it's very rare in talk shows that they actually get to experience that learning curve because it's, you know, uh, usually if you don't have it figured out by season one, get out of here. Right. Now, do you believe um, uh, this this story? I don't know if you watched Killing Eve. I did not. Okay. And I don't know if Grant is a Killing Eve uh, caught fan up. either, but I am yeah, not I caught, up. caught up. Not caught up, but okay. I do like the I, show. This is not a, not a spoiler, but cool. Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer, the two stars of Killing Eve, they did not do a lot of interviews around the time that the finale aired a few weeks ago. And Sander O oh is promoting something else, and she was just asked on a red carpet about the finale, and she said this, I wished we'd had a different ending. Mm. Mm. Does that explain why she and Jody were not available for interviews? Because, oh. you know... People always want to ask you when a series wraps up, were you happy about how it ended? You know, because you're saying goodbye to the whole thing. Yeah. This is the ending that Casey threw um, a pen or his (gasps) stylus across the room. Oh, no. I, I, you know what? Like, there's nothing. I mean, look at Game of Thrones, uh, one of the most entertaining series I've seen. I have seen so many people just irate. There's, 
the ending means a lot. And I remember how split everyone was with Sopranos. I mean, oh, oh yeah, that that created. I like, love that ending. Yeah, that yeah that that that's an attitude that set off some fires in our family. Yeah. Uh, there were some people who loved it and hated it. Man, it was polarizing. Yeah. And I think and I think Ozark has a polarizing ending. Oh, I can't wait this week. And I think Killing Eve. I never read the books, but I feel like. Um, Reading between the lines of what Sandra O oh and what the, uh, uh, Jody Comer in another interview, I think it veered off from the books because the Killing Eve series is is you know based on a series of books. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and sometimes I, it just doesn't translate as well, you know, in the book to the show, and like especially Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, I'm, you know, I read the books and know that it hasn't hasn't come out in a decade, but whatever. It's not a big deal. I don't care. Um, But, you know, a lot of those transitions translate a lot slower in the book. So they make sense, but they happen so much quicker in the shows. And so it doesn't make sense to the audience because you're going, oh, my gosh, why did this character do that? That does not seem like, you know, so uh, I think sometimes you have to step back and change the ending for the show. Very good. Now you're just look at how you so succinctly did that one, Brittany. Who says you can't Hollywood speak? You are Hollywood speaker magnifico. I needed that. I needed that today. Thank <laughs> <Nice>. you. <laughs> Hollywood spoke right, it. We-